Hello, and welcome to the fourth and final episode in Turf and Rec's Women in Turf podcast series. My name is Mike Jiggins, editor of Turf and Rec. In this episode, we'll hear from Patricia Sloan, spray technician at the Kamloops Golf and Country Club, and Tracy Fowler, assistant superintendent at the Hamilton Golf and Country Club. Let's hear first from Patricia. Maybe just a little bit about uh, your background, how you got started in the industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I am a little bit different case as to most of the other girls I know. Um, my dad was a superintendent, so I grew up going to the golf course with him like very, very young. And then I started working for him when I was 14 and uh, like just summer jobs, obviously. Mm-hmm. And, and what golf course was this? This was in Ontario. It was uh, it was Cardinal Golf Club at the time. It's oh, yes. Changed. It's Cardinal Golf Group, and they have a different bunch of different courses now. Yeah, I'm, I'm familiar with that. In fact, I yeah. played there. Yeah, it's a, it's. I loved it. It was a huge, like, because it's such a huge property. There's like four different courses on the property. It was a great. I loved it. <laughs> um. So yeah, I started there, and then I went to school. I didn't think I wanted to be in turf. I just, it was just something I enjoyed, and but it wasn't something that I wanted to do. So I went to school for hotel resort management did that for a little bit and then I always kind of went back to the golf course working here and there and then I finally decided that I actually prefer that over everything so what was I doing um so then I pursued that and I've been doing working well I guess if you include since I was 14 I've been working in the industry a very long time 17 17 years that's a Um, long time yeah um and now I am currently working at Kamloops Golf and Country Club as the spray tech um in bc so how did you go from ontario to bc then yeah so i well in in the term in between me figuring i wanted to go into turf i was living in whistler um just working like hotel resort management that kind of thing and i really fell in love with bc so i knew i wanted to stay out in bc i just had to change my you know going from resort management to uh, turf management so yeah, I worked in Whistler Golf Club for a little bit, and then I worked at Sun Peaks for a little bit, and now I am in Kamloops. Yeah, hotel management to uh, golf is quite a departure, really. <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I was looking back now. I don't know what I was thinking with the hotel resort management. I think I was just trying to, I don't know. It seemed too easy to go into turf, I guess, in a silly way. But yeah, looking back now, it was a, it was a it was a bad call on my part. <laughs> Can you uh, describe your, your role as a spray tech uh, briefly and um, just uh, how did you become certified and all the rest? Yeah, so I actually be- I became certified through school um, and there, my role basically is just in charge of doing all the applications that are required. So that includes herbicides, fungicides, um, everything like around the clubhouse, on the greens, fairways. Um, I work the superintendent, he's got a really good program. So he actually, he's in charge of, you know, which products he'd like to put down and all that type of thing. I just go out there and apply the product and monitor and when needs to be reapplied and so on and so forth. And I, before that, I was the assistant superintendent in Sun Peaks. Um, but it was just, I don't know if you're familiar with BC or at all, but Sun Peaks is a very, yeah, it's a very, it was a very secluded um golf course like it was only open because we have such a uh, high snowfall up there that the season was like we opened late May and closed late September so it was a very very short season so I was just looking for something that you know was a little bit 
longer season, a little more year-round kind of thing. So that's what initially drew me down to Kamloops. And then they had the spray tech position and I already had my, my certificate. So it was just seemed a simple move. What would you uh, describe as some of the highlights of your career? This is pretty cool. This is one of them for sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Another highlight, I guess just like the opportunities that have been available to me specifically, I, again, just being a woman in turf, I've had a lot of opportunities arise. Um, meeting, as far as meeting other women in the industry, being a part of the lead, like the, the mentorship program. Um, and then as well as I was invited to North Carolina a couple of years ago for another women in turf event. So just every opportunity that's been given to me has been great. Yeah, I wanted to learn a little bit more about the um, the women in turf mentorship program that you've been involved in. What exactly uh, do you do with that? And uh, how did you come to, to be involved with the, the organization in the first place? Yeah, um, I would say Twitter has a, played a big part in it. Um, but Morgan Creighton, the girl who runs it, she's done an amazing job just reaching out to other girls and asking, you know, if they would be willing to either A, be a mentor or a men like a mentoree, basically. Um, and so literally it's just like a what she's created these little groups of women. I think there's usually like, I mean, it, it varies in the number, uh, three to four women per group. And then she's created like a WhatsApp conversation board, I guess. And you can just every, like once in a while, she'll throw out like, you know, general questions for everybody, or it's just like, it's just another platform for like young girls to, or people coming up into the industry to just ask specific questions in terms of being a woman in the industry. Um, so yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, I guess your uh, devotion to, to uh, mentorship is more widespread than just uh, mentoring women. You're mentoring mm -hmm. younger people too, I understand. Yeah. Like there's one girl, I think that she was, even, she was in high school when she first wanted to be included in the mentoring program, which is awesome. I, I love the the women in turf um like but like you said like i like just like mentorship program just any young people like not even just women but um just young people like we had a young kid working on the golf course this summer and he was really interested in the industry and he's actually now decided that he's going to pursue it which is just an, an awesome thing like it's i just really like I, I enjoy watching that i guess seeing that happen uh from what i understand there's been a, a notable increase in staff morale at uh Kamloops of late. What what are some of the things you've done to bring that about? Me? <laughs> well, this is what um, I understand from uh, Travis Olson. So. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, I don't know. I I try to be very positive. I don't know. I I've been told that that's one of my um, I don't know qualities. Um, so I just really try and bring that to the table and really, um, you know, it's. At the end of the day, it's just a job. Everybody should be having fun. It doesn't need to be a stressful environment. Obviously, there are stressful situations, but, you know, at the end of the day, we're all just human beings on a job. <laughs> we need to have fun and be happy. Now, how are you regarded by your male peers? That's an interesting question. Um, at Kamloops, I feel very respected, and I, I, have, no, I have no problems at all. Um, I have had past experiences where... I don't know if it's just me feeling this way or if it's, I just sometimes feel like I'm not respected or I'm not taken seriously or, and that's not all the time. That's just sometimes certain situations. But I think overall, I, I, I try men, man or woman, just try to, you know, get along and put myself in their shoes and just have a good working relationship. What advice would you have for other women who might uh, wish to enter the turf industry? 
my biggest piece of advice and is something that I still sometimes struggle with is just the confidence. The confidence that, you know, you're making the right decision, the confidence that, you know, you do know what you're doing um, and feeling comfortable enough in the space to, you know, voice your opinions and your thoughts and yes, confidence, 100% confidence. <laughs> what, what do you figure you enjoy most about your career? What I enjoy most about my career is the, well, I mean, I just, the obvious reason one is just working outside. I just love being outside and it's just very different from, you know, the regular nine to five. Um, I also love the challenges that uh, it brings. And I also love my, actually, one of my favorite things, it's different every day. You, you wake up in the morning and you don't know what you're going to walk into. Could be great, could be bad, but either way, it's going to be a good day. <laughs> Have you set any uh, particular career goals for yourself or any uh, aspiration to uh, climb the ladder? Not specific um, goals. I've thought about that question a lot after your email. Um, I still feel like I have a lot to learn within the industry. Like I, I, I really enjoy currently learning from Travis Olson and his assistant, Travis, as well. I just really like to immerse myself in as much as I can and learn as much as I can. Um, so, I mean, eventually I would like to become a superintendent um so i mean that is a, a goal i suppose just currently i'm just i just want to grow and learn as much as i can and at the same time try and mentor or encourage other people to into this industry what might be uh, some of the challenges that you've faced um, over the years uh, getting to where you are today some of the challenges uh, i mean there are and I don't, I don't like to keep going back to it, but I mean, being a woman, I guess it does have its challenges. And I'm not just talking like with male peers and everything. The physical work sometimes, you know, is, can be a challenge. Um, but overall, it's just, I haven't had, I've been very lucky. I haven't really had too many, too many challenges. Sometimes you hear horror stories of situations people have been in and it just sounds horrendous. But I've, I feel like I've been very lucky in this industry and I, that, I mean, that might have something to do with me working for my dad for so many years. But um, And then actually, now that I'm saying that out loud, that actually maybe was a struggle as well. Because my dad is a superintendent, as well as being a woman, uh, being taken seriously sometimes was a little bit harder for me. I didn't realize that until we just started talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Sometimes it's just like, oh, it's, you know, it's just, she just has that job because of her dad. Or she's just doing this, you know, because of her dad. And it's that's just not the case. It's... I, I do this because I love it and what I want to do. Is there anything else about yourself or um, or your career that uh, maybe we haven't uh, talked about that our listeners might find interesting? Um, I'm not sure. Uh, don't I don't think so. We've touched on qu quite a bit. Um, I guess the only like the most interesting thing to me when I when I meet other women in turf or you know other people in turf it's how they got into it you know what i mean like for me it was so it's almost so natural so easy like i grew up on a golf course so i i really love hearing other people's story of how they learned about this industry because it's kind of an industry that i mean it's getting better but like people don't really like you know they don't go to school being like oh yeah i want to be a, a superintendent or i want to i want to be in the turf industry but as far as me specifically no i don't think so i think we've touched on everything no, I, I find that interesting because uh, one of the other women I, t I spoke with just uh, the other day, um, she wanted to be a veterinarian and then, oh, interesting. then realized that she couldn't stand the sight of blood. So <laughs> <laughs> then she yeah, that's not going to work. Here, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Like people, 
it's it's almost like people have to be introduced to it some way or another, whether through, yeah, I mean, I've heard a whole bunch of different stories, but whether, you know, just through the love of the game, like golf or like a summer job they just had one year or a friend of a friend who got them a job. Like, it's just very interesting to me, um, everybody's individual stories. Maybe you know uh, Miranda Robinson, do you? I do, yeah. She was actually, she's actually uh, like a huge mentor for me personally. Yeah, she um, was, uh, she was telling me that she had uh that when when she started in turf, she had actually uh, been working at General Motors in uh, yeah. in Ontario and was making uh, really good money. Then she decided she wanted to work outdoors and took a huge pay cut, but found that she just loved the job and and mm -hmm. said you know goodbye to working in a factory and and you know so that's another you know quite a drastic departure from one one career ambition to another. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And sometimes that's what it's all about. You know, it's not about the the money. It's just about what you enjoy doing. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Miranda, it's funny you bring Miranda up because Miranda, uh, she was, I mean, like I've already mentioned, she was a big mentor for me. She still is. Um, but before I even moved to BC to accept a job working at a golf course, I was really nervous because obviously I'm moving halfway or literally all the, to the other side of the country. I grew up in Ontario. Um, and I wasn't sure if, you know, this was something I really wanted to do. And I actually sat down with her and she, she talked to me and she was just like, look, either you're going to do it or you're not. You're like, you just, you just got to go for it. And I did. And that was like, that was a long time ago. And here I am. <laughs> that was Patricia Sloan, spray technician at the Kamloops Golf and Country Club. Now let's hear from Tracy Fowler, assistant superintendent at the Hamilton Golf and Country Club in Ancaster, Ontario. How did you get into the industry? Okay. So way, 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 way back when I was 15 years old, I was just a high school student that had a student job that I didn't really like. It was in a dingy warehouse counting nuts and bolts. And my uncle at the time was an assistant superintendent here at Hamilton Golf. And he asked if I wanted a summer student job on the golf course. And I decided, why not? I, I took it. And he took me out on my first day, handed me a garbage bag, showed me how to pull weeds in a bunker and sent me on my way walking. And I, I had no water, no nothing. No, I didn't even know where I was going. I just had the garbage bag for weeds. So I absolutely hated it. <laughs> it was the worst two weeks of my life. All I did was work and sleep. It was so hot and I was so tired. I wanted to quit, but I didn't want to disappoint. So I stuck it out and thankfully I did. I ended up coming back for the next handful of summers and loved every minute of it. My uncle, he was only here, I think, for the first year or two that I was. And I remember him telling me that this is just a summer job and it will not get you a good job because it isn't for girls. So I didn't really think anything of it at the time. You know, I was just a high school's kid that didn't really understand what he meant. And all I knew at the end of the day is that I really love this and I wanted to keep doing it. So, yeah, I guess fast forward... Ooh, a handful of summers. I found myself working for Paul Evenden, who was former superintendent of Branford Golf and Country Club. He just such a great supportive friend. Um, so he, like I said, he was the assistant super at the time of me finishing high school. And I didn't know what I wanted to do. So, you know, he suggested you love working here on the golf course. So he encouraged me to apply to University of Guelph. I took the two-year diploma program Rod offered me an assistant, Rod Trainer offered me an assistant super's job, and here I am 36 years later. So you've been, well, 
uh, I guess, pretty much uh, your entire career then as Hamilton. Yes, a lot of people over the years have asked me, you know, why have you stayed in the same role, you know, and not moved on? I'm happy here. I I don't think I would ever want a big commute. I don't think I would move either. Uh, My parents are around the corner. I'm born and raised in Ancaster, and I have kids, and they go to school here. And I, I, I think I would only move for the kids, to be honest. And I'm content here. I like the duties that I have, and I love keeping busy here. So how have you moved up the ladder then uh, over these years? Uh, so I started, uh, like I said, Rod hired me on as assistant. And then the place has changed so much over the years, too. We went so what, from... what year was this then that you were hired Oh, geez. I want to say 1993. Okay. And then I graduated Guelph in 1994. And I honestly just put my head down and I worked. And I, I loved it. There's, I've seen so many people come and go, which is kind of a scary part, I suppose. And do I regret not moving on? Maybe some days. Do I think I should have tried something new? Maybe, but I don't dwell on it, that's for sure. I don't know. I, it's, it's hard to explain. I just, I woke up one day and I'm 51 years old and I'm like, what happened? <laughs> well, obviously there's been a lot of... Uh highlights that have occurred at Hamilton in the years you've been there with all the various Canadian Opens and whatnot. Um, How would you describe some of these uh, events uh, among the highlights? Well, I've been here for four Canadian Opens, and i got to say, it's very interesting to see how a professional sporting event, what goes into making that happen, especially this past one that we had in 2019 with the concert series, and it was just amazing. It was, I think... I enjoy most watching it through someone who's never experienced it before, through their eyes. And it's really one of the coolest things you've ever seen. And you've got another one coming up uh, very shortly. Yeah, next summer. Uh, we've, I've been through a course renovation. Uh, that was interesting to see what happens there. And I've seen so many people come and go. You know, watching a student grow up, get married, and let me hold one of their newborn babies is one of the one of the greatest memories I have here. You know, I have my kids going to school at the same school that I went to, which is close, which is nice. And I love that I'm close enough that I can, you know, slip away and volunteer here and there in their classrooms. So that's a huge highlight for me. Um, so over the course of 30 plus years, um, you must have encountered a number of challenges too. What would some of those be? To be quite honest, I don't know that I've had a, a huge number of challenges. Um, I've had so many supportive people in uh, co-workers and in the industry. I really can't say I've had any major challenges that stand out. Um, you know, I can think of small things that I, I don't know if they're challenges or not. They're kind of funny. You know, we'll have an old gentleman bring a delivery in and ask for one of the guys to bring a forklift to unload it. And, you know, oh, I'll do it, I'll do it. And they look on their face like, oh, my God, you know how to drive a forklift? And they're like, no, it's okay. Or are you sure? I'm like, it's okay. I think I can do it. And then we laugh about it in the end. So that's kind of the only thing I can really think of. How are you regarded by your male peers? I I think very well. You know, I, I, I feel like I've had a huge support system over the years. And we've gotten along just fine. You know, we respect each other and we work well together and it's been really nice, actually. What advice would you have for other women who might uh, wish to consider entering the turf industry? I think if you decide what makes you happy, um, do it. 
make good supportive friends and don't make working your life have something outside of work to let off some steam and get away from it for a while don't make working your only thing and what would be one of those things that you do um, on your own time that uh, fills that niche um, I have twin almost 10 year olds uh, that keep me very busy and, you know until these two came along I really didn't know what I did with myself to be honest outside of work my happy place is watching them play sports and I think the last 10 years since they've came along has been an absolute blur because it's gone by so fast you know the kids went from babies to almost as tall as I am so <laughs> I hope they slow down a little bit <laughs> to be uh, yeah they're growing up way too fast and I understand photography is one of the things that you enjoy doing as well. Um, I do. And tell us a little bit about that. I, I understand that uh, you've won awards, for example, and uh, you know some of your photos have been published elsewhere. Um, yeah, I love taking. That. I love having a camera with me. Camera with me at all times, and I I love taking wildlife photos and staff photos and people having fun at work and yeah and luckily. I was in the right place at the right time and got some great shots over the years. Did you also uh, photographically chronicle the um, the renovations that went on recently at the golf course? Uh, some. It was it was a little bit busy, so uh, there's a club communication specialist, and he did most of that. And um, one of the other assistants here, Chad Oberlay, he did a lot of that too with his drone. And it's crazy to look back and see what the place once looked like. Uh, what, what have you enjoyed most about your career, would you say? Um, I love being outside. I love keeping busy. I like, um, I like meeting the people. Like I said, I like watching a student grow up through here and, you know, get married, have babies. And it's, it's just, a, I really like that. Um, I love this town of Ancaster. I love that I never had to move away. You know, I have my parents here also, and uh, I'm happy. I feel lucky to have this job, and I feel lucky that I'm happy. I know too many people that aren't happy with their jobs, and that is not me. I understand that um, over the years you've become somewhat of a, a mentor to other people. Um, what are some of the words of wisdom that you've shared with these people, and uh, especially among female colleagues? Well, like I said before, you know, do what makes you happy, you know. At the end of the day, it's your decision whether you do this or not. And, again, make good supportive friends. Like, that's that's been such a blessing through the years. Like, I can't tell you how lucky I am with that as well. Like, everyone in this industry is very is very supportive, and I, I really cherish that. You've also mentioned that you... Um... You're, you're content uh, working at Ancaster or at the Hamilton Golf and Country Club, and um, it sounds like you wish to remain in the industry for some years to come. Have you set any goals for yourself for uh, the time uh, you have remaining in your career? I haven't really, and it's funny you say that because, you know, I'm entering the tail end of my working days, and, you know, I think about retiring often, when that is, what that will look like, and uh, I honestly don't. I I, I don't think too far ahead. I kind of go day by day, and what happens will happen. That was Tracy Fowler, Assistant Superintendent at the Hamilton Golf and Country Club. Thank you for listening to our podcast series, and we'll be back with another one next year. Be sure to frequently visit our website at www.turfandrec.com 
to learn about future podcasts.